is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love no playing there. It comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You, you think you're better than me? Bye. Welcome back to Swish FM. Chris Modelkin, Ben Craw. And the NBA season is underway. we got a lot to discuss. Oh, yeah. Is it ever? I know you have plenty of things that you're excited about, mm. some things you're also concerned about here yep. in the early going. Deep concerns, but deep-seated fears. First and foremost, uh, Whammy is under the weather. Ugh, um, that is not excusable. Uh, this is not an excused absence, Whammy, if you're listening. We're yeah. not, uh, you're not getting a sick day for this one. Um, Sorry. Yep. No. Um, I'm afraid we do not believe in uh, PTO here, so... You know, we're going to have to ref- have, that, have this reflected on the permanent record, and there will be a punishment um, forthcoming. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are consequences. Yeah. Uh, we don't take this lightly when you just don't show up to work. Yeah. Listen, there's which... only one way to respond to this kind of behavior, and the word is crackdown. Yeah. A demotion, a relegation. It's coming for Whammy, who, again, skipped work today. Yeah, we may so... have to consider garnishing wages. To everyone that listens to Swish FM, to our loyal listening audience, uh, for starters, we apologize. We apologize. I mean, I don't apologize because I'm not at fault, but I apologize for Whammy. I I am speaking in the voice of Whammy and apologizing in his voice to our listeners. Our loyal listeners know where to reach Whammy. He's at Whammy45, so you can send him your tweets, your mm-hmm. DMs, and just let him know that you're disappointed. Yeah. We don't believe uh, in online harassment, but if you, but, you, you know, know, you know his, yeah, you know his ass, you know, how to, you know where to reach him, so yep. that's all so we'll say do, about that. Do what you will. Uh, ben, like we said at the top here, the NBA season is underway. Um, is it ever? You look... A little sickly already here, Ben. So I want to take your champ. I want to take your temperature on a couple uh, things. Am I sickly or am I just maybe a little, uh, <clears throat> a little drunk? Hiccup, uh, maybe a little, <laughs> maybe a little slightly <laughs> sauced. Uh, hmm, yeah, pleasantly buzzed. Maybe you could say the, the NBA may be a little drunk. Yeah, um, a little sauced. Yeah, properly so, sauzled, as I like to say. We are busting out the thermometer here, Ben, and we are taking your temperature mm. on a couple of key issues around the league. So let's dive into it. Um, I got a couple things lined up here. Let's just let's just jump in. Let's dive into the deep end here. We don't, we don't have a lot of time. Ben, the Los Angeles Lakers are now zero and three to start. 
Uh, Russell Westbrook has been abysmal. Ben, he's shooting 8.3% from three. That is 8% from three. Hmm. Uh, The Lakers... But that's got to be like like minuscule volume like that can't no he's shooting uh he's shooting quite quite a few uh attempts per game from downtown the lakers are off to a historically bad start from downtown they are 25 of 118 from three Hmm. for a 21 percent that is the worst start Hmm. by a team in nba history is that Um, that's not like like league average I, no, don't, I don't know what the gen, like what the usual I don't know how no, that, hard like yeah, I would say that, how hard that's it is about, usually to like for like teams yeah, to like, almost, make threes. Yeah. Yeah, usually you're looking to be up around 35%, 40% oh, really? from 3. Really? Yeah, these guys are are hovering just above 20%. Uh the Lakers been it's it's getting late pretty pretty quickly here. Uh, they lost to the Trailblazers 106 to 104 on Sunday. They mm. gave up a 98 to 90 lead with four minutes left in the game. Coach Darvin Ham inserted Westbrook back in, and Russ took a couple ill-advised shots, including an unconscionable jumper with 30 <laughs> seconds left. <laughs> and I, I I I watched the the play. Obviously, I've watched okay. every game. Um, yeah. Also, just as a quick aside, I've I've heard a lot of. Uh, uh, commentators and podcasters complain about how difficult it is to watch every game. You know, the first night or two, what, there's like five games it. on, and then second night it's eight games, and it's easy to keep up. And then suddenly you're you're bombarded yeah. with uh, multiple games over the weekend. Listen, save it for when work harder. Yeah. How about you work yeah. harder? It's not that yeah. hard. I've watched every single game That's thus far um, at really a pace that, that is easily sustainable. Um, so yeah, I've I don't want to hear each game twice, you know. So I'll watch it live, mm-hmm. and then with NBA League Pass, I'll watch it again yeah, the next. You can day. replay just it to yeah. crunch film a little. Four deeper. in the morning, five in the morning, whenever. Yeah, you, yeah whenever it needs to be done, you do it. Um, but yeah, so obviously I watched that play, and um, it was a good shot. He just didn't make it. Uh, does yep. that is that a hot take? Um. Yep. I mean, they were winning the game mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were 30 seconds left, 18 seconds left on the shot clock, Ben. Maybe mm. maybe, he, maybe he dribbles out the clock mm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he, hey. He, I mean, when you got the hot guy, hand. This is a guy that was an MVP. You know how he racked up those triple doubles, Ben. So, mm-hmm. you know, he made a decision. He was going for it, and it didn't work out. Anyways. You lose, uh, uh, you miss 100% of the, the shots you don't take. Uh, absolutely yep wayne gretzky absolutely wayne gretzky the lakers are expected to be active on the trade market here ben Hmm. which you've previously reported Um, i did have that information first yeah the lakers will be trying to unload westbrook's expiring 47 million dollar deal yeah and they're the last two first round picks they have of this decade ben 2027 and 2029 uh, in exchange, maybe for some outside Wait, wait, shooting. wait, wait. <laughs> you heard that right. <laughs> this decade? Yes. It's the 20... Lakers have, uh, the Lakers have what two... Year is it? It's, tw- it's 2022, right? This is... It's currently... T- <laughs> we're like not even close to halfway through the decade. That's right. Uh, it's currently... The year is currently 2022. For a second, I, was, I thought it was 2023, and then I had to stop no. myself and Maybe remember. even if it was 2025, you'd be like, all right, yeah, you know, okay. it's getting late. Yeah. No, it's 2022. I mean, time does fly. Like, you know, four, four or five years will go by in a blink, but so between we'll now still be in the decade. And 2030... <laughs> 
<laughs> between now and 2030, the Lakers have two first round oh, draft picks. That's, they really got to make the most of those. And they will absolutely be trading both of them <laughs> in the next two weeks for maybe Terry Rozier, oh, maybe, maybe Josh Richardson. Oh, he's a laser. So maybe Evan Fournier. Who knows? Mm. Um, so let's get to the point here, Ben. Give me a sense of your temperature here. How are you feeling about the Lakers, about Westbrook? Um just, you know, let's pop that thermometer in. Give me a couple thoughts. Mm-hmm. Here. How are you feeling? Well, I'm assuming one of those two first round picks is for 2023. So I think this is actually a really good year for them. You know, the, you don't want to get stuck in that, you know, eight no. seed, seven no, seed. So have they the, could just tank. They, for. They don't have a pick in 2023 because that was traded mm. in the Anthony Davis trade. Oh, uh, hmm. okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to have to rethink things then because I, uh, I was really... Uh, I was I was thinking you know like process like they could do the process process when ben, right. when when Benyama um could could be I mean in the purple and gold how fun would that be uh, oh. when when Benyama in La La Land um, the alien in La La Land yeah yeah that's yeah. what I was sort of assuming could could be um, could be the case but now I'm uh, nope. hearing that that won't be possible uh, can they trade for for him when when he is drafted you think the alien yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe a package of, yeah, like Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. the alien. No, Anthony Davis, uh, like a Kendrick Nunn, mm. and like a, uh, not Schroeder, because you're going to want to keep him around. You, you're going to want some veteran point guard help, but like a, like a Lonnie Walker. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, he's 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 showing a lot of. A lot of promise. Um, a lot of potential. Yeah. A lot of upside yeah. there. So, yeah. So, yeah, they've right. got a lot of options. I think uh, I my advice to Rob Palenka, don't rush it. Be patient. Stay the course. Stay the course. Um, All right. So it sounds things like have a way have... of working themselves out in this league. So it's, this does not sound like you have a fever here. You actually sound okay. Yeah. I would say my condition is stable. Um, okay. The uh, patient is stable. Yeah. <laughs> the patient is stable and the patient is exercising patience because really that's all you can do when you have uh you know any any uh sort of uh, condition or an injury of any kind the best thing to do is uh be patient the healing you know my process that i believe in honestly chris is is called the healing process and yeah. it just takes time that's all it, that's all it takes all right, Ben, let's move on here last night Anthony Simons and the Blazers Ooh, went off wow simons had an eye-popping it third was quarter then the 23 year old hit his first eight shots including six three-pointers which ignited the blazers to their latest victory a 135 110 tail whipping yeah of how many the, did he uh, score in the Denver quarter Nuggets. was it i saw at one point it was 22 did he get did he did he make more than that I'm not sure. I don't have it in front of me. Yeah. We'll have to look but that the, up. But uh, the Trailblazers are now 4-0. and The Blazers' front office leaned hard into finding more athletic players in the offseason. They added Jeremy Grant, Josh Hart, Gary Payton II. Last year in season, they brought in Justice Winslow, a favorite of mine. They re-signed mm. Anthony Simon. <laughs> you do love Justice. Is Winslow playing? Is he active these days? Breakout candidate. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he's going to be breakout player of the year. Yeah. Um, 
All of this, Ben, was a bet, a big bet. <laughs> he could be front runner for the NBA award breakout player. Point guard of the year. Bre- yeah. Breakout of the year. Most valuable point guard of the year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all of this, Ben, was a big bet that the Blazers made on Damian Lillard getting healthy. He, of course, had that core muscle surgery last mm-hmm. year. They had to shut him down in the middle of the season. And it appears this guy is back to his all-NBA form. He began the season with back-to-back 41-point performances. Um, Ben, how are you feeling about this Blazers squad? What's your temperature like? They are fun, Chris. It's a lot of fun in Portland. Um, Yeah, honestly, watching that Anthony Simons uh, performance, which, of course, I did uh, live as well as the replay. um, Multiple times, yeah. It made me... kind of feel like maybe like this uh, game is like too like too easy like it like too easy the rules should be changed um <laughs> to make it more difficult to make three pointers uh to to score uh, the basketball it's almost as though it sounds like you're advocating for enforcement maybe some mm. maybe some bruising perhaps uh, some rules that will allow a more physical style of a physical defense brand of play yeah on the perimeter specifically and on the interior but yeah i would love to see something like that um uh, you know restricted psychological restricted warfare, a little bit maybe maybe some some buzzing of of uh race cars in, in arena <laughs> just the thought oh my god dude i don't know why what was i doing i was like searching through like old google docs like in bed at night because i couldn't sleep yeah. and i stumbled across <laughs> a google doc of like five pages of john dillinger uh notes um and i was like what the fuck is this and then yeah, i remembered our pandemic my, my, really my uh, jeff scalf uh rabbit hole um <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about feel free to go back in the archives yeah. and revisit roughly what summer of 2020 is that when we did that spring 2020 yeah it was like, like yeah it, april april may 2020 april um, may yeah, yeah. Uh, good times, great memories. Yeah, we were all just like locked in our homes, wearing hazmat suits. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> just uh, getting through the pandemic by rewatching the 1994 Knicks playoff run. Um, but yeah, so I think that kind of thing. I, I miss that era. Obviously, I miss everything about it—the style of play um, mm. and the relative scarcity of, uh, of three pointers was uh, really just a better brand of basketball. So I'd love to see that That's return. True. Um, but yeah, the Blazers are a lot of fun. Uh, I love seeing Dame back and healthy. Um, could have used his um, skills on my fantasy team last year, but hey, that's beside the point. Uh, Is he on your team this year? Uh, no, no, he's not, uh, okay. unfortunately. Um, but yeah, um, I think they are. Uh, I think the patient. I think is... they're a problem. The patient, yeah, the patient is, is a problem. Yeah, the patient is a problem. Yeah. All right, moving on. Ben, give me your temperature here on the New Orleans Pelicans. Hmm. Yes, they had a mystifying loss to begin the, the, the year to Utah, but uh, the Pelicans have been everything we had hoped for. They are that league pass must-watch team. They are that Zion team. Zion Williamson is back. He looks insane. He plays... You know, he plays the game like a man-child. I, I, swear, I swear I saw him at one point just dunk the ball, and he was, like, laughing, <laughs> which is so cool. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, the dude is so physically imposing, and he knows it, and he loves it, and it's just the best. Yeah. 
Um, he just kind of does whatever he wants. He just kind of like yeah. people just kind of bounce off him as he like makes his way into the paint. And now we just need to temper our excitement because, as always, with Zion, he is one freak injury away from us lamenting <sighs> about, uh, you know, is this guy's career over? Yeah. So, uh, is it yeah. just me, Chris, or like, it, do you find it very difficult to fully? invest invest emotionally in everyone from zion to ja morant to chet holmgren to i mean Wimbanyama. frankly like i don't know how that's gonna go and it's a weird thing about the sport i mean i know that there's like injuries in every sport but it uh i don't know it kind of feels to me like it's yeah, only the fun- like the trend line is only going in one direction. Um, yes. The funny thing about the NBA, I mean, it's not, I don't mean to say like, it's actually funny, but it's just sort of ironic. We were talking about this on like a text thread the other day about, uh, or maybe on the podcast we were talking about it, about Shea, Gil- Shea Gilgis Alexander, how like, he's just going to retire at a certain point without ever having oh, yeah. really, like played. Yes. And my favorite I, ongoing uh, under, under uh, whatever, like uh, undercurrent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does feel like there is this thing where part of me is like, I don't mean to say I like it when a young player gets hurt, but like what now I'm so conditioned as an NBA fan to think like, yes, like our best young player got hurt. Like now we're going to tank even harder. Like we're going to be even worse. We're going to get even better with more draft picks. Mm-hmm. But to your point, that is actually horrible like that is like a horrible way to think about anyone (laughs) yeah (laughs) like like we should all want people to be healthy yeah um but it is weird it is really weird yeah to be an nba fan and like attach your hopes and excitements to these guys that are physical freaks but then you know it's it always seems like too good to be true and it you know it often is. Yeah. Chet Holmgren, like, didn't even make it to the beginning of the season before he was out for the year. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, so, didn't mean to bring everyone Zion, down, but, uh, but yeah, Zion is currently healthy, knock on wood, and we are all very, very happy about that. Yeah. I mean, the other night he landed on his back with what's being called a posterior bruise, mm. i.e. he fell on his ass. Bumped his ass. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he the, the Pelicans beat up on the Nets, they beat up on the Hornets, and then they're playing the Mavericks tonight in a big game on TNT. Mm. So um, how are you feeling about the Pelicans, Ben? Are, are, you, are you excited about their prospects? A lot of fun. A lot of fun. I forget exactly what we what our season over-under was for them. I'm sure I picked the over because, um, mm. yeah, I mean, how could you not uh, love this team and root for this team? And, uh, yeah, um, man, Brandon Ingram – kind of kind of feels like he's that guy he's that he's that yep. dog um he, he, well, he does have that dog in him does a, a little a shred of dog and uh yeah jonas valanciunas is out here wrecking fools uh one of my favorite just uh unsung you know steady as she goes just like uh man if i still cared about fantasy i would i would be uh just yeah. pleased as punch about snagging that guy in like a fourth or fifth round um, yeah, one thing about fantasy that I think is underrated is like consistency. Just oh. knowing that like yeah. this player will consistently be what the back of his basketball card says. Mm-hmm. And Valanchunas is that guy. Like he's just kind of like you want a double double? 
this guy will get a double double. Like he's <laughs> absolutely that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, currently averaging. Uh, I would guess he's averaging fifteen and twelve. For the 2023 season, oh wait, is that a projection? No, it's, um, he is averaging 17 points and 13 rebounds. Wow, man. Yeah. Wow. Just. Big, strong, uh, tough dude. Yeah. Mouthwatering. Yeah. So good. All right, Ben, we're going to keep the train moving here. Yep. Going into the season, Ben, um, Danny Ainge told anyone within earshot we're going to be better without Gobert and Mitchell mm-hmm. just you watch yep. we are in win now mode we need to get everyone, some get every, some good players on this team everyone was clowning this guy and guess what he's just dunked on everyone yeah uh Danny Ainge has the genius right. has done it again the Lori Markinen, Kelly Olynyk, Jazz are 3-0 absolute powerhouse they're a powerhouse wait didn't they lose uh, last night uh, they may. <laughs> Chris, you gotta watch these games. I told you. Um, I told you. They may. Uh, uh, let me just check on that. Gotta the jazz, watch the games, man. The Jazz did lose last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the Jazz are three and one. Yeah. Excuse me. It's okay. Um, Don't let it happen Markman again. got the best. He got the best of Zion on opening night. Uh, the Jazz still have quality players. You know, Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton. Uh, ben. Let me Malik Beasley here. Is there a Malik? Malik. Yeah, Beasley. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have a Beasley on the Jazz. He was the one that was basically like, "I want to murder everyone that I see." When he stepped on the court yeah. against the, uh, uh, when he was got playing his old team against Minnesota. Wolves. Yeah, 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 yeah. He that did cool. threaten violence on them, yeah. and hey, uh, it worked, right? It worked. It, it worked. It all out. worked out we're not, perfectly. We're for not going to get into the complications. Nope. Of <laughs> nope not going to get into how Malik, that might Malik be a Beasley. problematic quote from that particular individual. But hey, that's okay. Yeah, complicated legal history yep. for Malik, yep. specifically with behind guns. him in the past. Yeah, very happy. But um, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Ben. But quickly gauging your temperature on the Jazz. Uh, are these guys for real, or is this just? I'm a flash running the fever of about 105. Wow. 105.5. I don't think that's. Wow. That's probably above uh, the it's normal abnormal. range it's supposed to be at. Um, yeah, I'm sweating over here. I'm in a pool of water. Uh, yep. And um, I love it. I love the win now, Jazz. Um, can't wait for them to be the number one seed in the West and mm-hmm. make a deep playoff run. Um, and um, yeah, just very happy for these, for these, uh, you know, this ragtag group of upstarts. Uh, very happy for Lori Markinen. Yep. Um, that he's finally getting his his moment in the sun. And the uh, big question now, I mean, just remains is will Danny add a win now player with all those to draft picks group? that they have? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really yeah, good point. You don't point. need all those draft picks. Yeah. Uh, it's time to cash in. Yeah. You, uh, if you flip those for, yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, fill in the blank. Yep. Maybe a LeBron James. Who knows? Maybe LeBron finally <laughs> comes to Salt Lake. Yep. <laughs> All right, Ben. Bring him home. Uh, moving on. It appears, Ben, that Donovan Mitchell is a bucket. What? Uh, yeah, Mitchell is the first player in Cavaliers history to score at least 30 points in his first three games with the team. Wow, is Donovan that had uh, to pick up the scoring load on Sunday without Darius Garland, who suffered an eye laceration. Um, ben, how are you feeling about um, these new-look Cavs led by Donovan Mitchell? 
Uh, I think it's a flash in the pan, Chris. Flash in the pan. Yeah, okay. I hate to say it, but I am um, I am ice cold on the Cavs. Um, yeah, I think it's one. I think it's a fluke. Uh, yep. I think Mitchell's overrated. Okay. And what? Uh, let's see. What, what's their current Time record? To begin the rebuild, maybe maybe call up the Jazz and mm. see if you can. We have get a prior draft some pieces. Pick out of them. Yeah, we've got some pieces. Yeah. we could perhaps. Yeah, let's talk. That would be interesting. That would be All interesting. All right, mo- moving on now to the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, oh, my ben, Sixers, my boys. Um, maybe <clears throat> PJ Tucker needs to yell at his teammates more often. Yeah, he's got to get that, light that fire. Yeah. After an 0-3 start and a tongue lashing from PJ Tucker mm-hmm. in the locker room, Ben, James Harden, the James Harden led Philadelphia 76ers got their first win of the season the other night, a 120-106 win over the Indiana Pacers. Mm. Harden went off for 29 points, 11 assists, 9 rebounds. Joel Embiid chipped in with 26 points on 8 of 13 shooting. Ben, are the Sixers fixed here? Uh, they are they is that 0-3 start in the rear view? Has the work been put in? Is the team once again whole? How are you feeling about the the seventy sixers? I'm I'm feeling good about them. I think I think they're going to figure it out. Um, the patient will figure it out. Yeah, patient will figure it out. Uh, time is the best uh, is the best remedy. Um, Great. But actually, I think in this case it might literally be true because uh, I guess it just came out like recently that Joel Embiid had plantar fasciitis all summer mm. and. When he seemingly joked at his press conference uh, on media day about sitting on the couch all summer and literally not doing anything to work on his game, everyone kind of like laughed it off, only to realize like, oh, he, I think maybe he was was actually telling us the truth, (laughs) (laughs) that he he literally had to sit on his couch because if you have plantar fasciitis, you, it is like like an excruciating, unbearably painful to walk and move your feet. Um, That would seem uh, like a, like a problem for a basketball player. Yeah, yeah. Especially a seven-foot, like, heavy, heavier set uh, uh, individual. Yeah. Uh, I would say for someone of his size, the feet are particularly important as they um, are the point of contact between that amount of mass and uh, the surface of, uh, yeah. you know, the ground. Um, I don't, yeah, I, I just, boy, I mean, talk about kind of just hoping against hope for player health and feeling just uh, like so nervous all the time that it's, you know, borderline impossible to just enjoy the experience of watching someone play. But yeah, just like a mat, like just look, watching him move and thinking about his feet and uh, I mean, all of the, you know, various uh um, maladies that have that have beset him over the years. Uh, yeah, just really hoping everything's a-okay there. I think it might be a good idea to not play him 38, 40 minutes a night, um, as Doc Rivers seems uh, committed to do. Um, P.J. Tucker, I believe, is um, well into his 30s at this point mm. in his career. Um, mm. So maybe, you know, maybe get his minute load down closer to, like, let's say 35 instead of, oh, I don't know, 42. Um, so just, uh, you know, and if Doc is listening, a couple of little little pointers, pointers. there. Yeah. Is Doc on the hot seat in Philadelphia, Ben? Um, 
<laughs> I I feel like now that they have their first win under their belt, he's you know he he's bought himself a little no bit of time. Hot. It's it's yeah. still you know it's it's warm but not hot. <clears throat> I remember on Right Stricky Sanchez, they were like uh, pontificating about how many losses. Like if Doc started the season like zero and six, would he be fired? If it was zero and seven, like how many losses in a row? Uh, would would Could it take he, for yeah. for Daryl Morey literally to just be like I'm I'm sorry like I we have to move on. Um, that would of course be my like preferred and favorite uh most hilarious outcome. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I think it's it's fun because either the Sixers team is going to be good and successful, which is one thing I'm I'm rooting for, or they're going to be terrible. Um, despite having, you know, what most observers call their their deepest and best roster in the, you know, at least since Embiid's been drafted on the team, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think if that if 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 they really underperformed, I think Doc would uh, would probably be sent packing, which would be um, an all too welcome sight. Moving on, uh, why while we're on the Sixers, uh, let's talk quickly about Ben Simmons mm. for a sec, Ben. Seems like he's doing great. He's killing it. Uh, yeah, he hasn't played basketball in a year. Mm-hmm. To be fair, uh, yeah. if you're curious how that's going for him, uh, he now has more personal fouls than points mm. on the year. Well, but yeah, I mean, he's there for defense. Sure. Steve Nash insisted it's going to take some time to shake off the rust. Sure. Ben, are you worried? Um, this is still a player who will not look at the rim. Are you worried at all about Ben Simmons? How could I be worried, Chris? This guy, he just does what he does. All right, he's yep. not he's not your conventional NBA player. Uh, he's he's kind of a, a Gen Z, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of older heads might not really understand, understand. you know, kind of where he's yep. coming from, what he's trying to do out there exactly. But uh, but take it from me, it's it's just a new brand of basketball he's ahead of his time and uh, i think it's um i think it's just a matter of time until the league you know catches up with him catches up yeah all right ben on our preseason predictions over under pod there was a lot of doubt a lot of shade a lot of skepticism thrown out about the future in beantown mm. yep but without Ime udoka and robert williams i gotta tell you ben the boston celtics haven't missed a beat yeah i guess not the Celtics held off a scrappy Orlando Magic team, and then they've had two impressive wins over the Sixers and Heat. Jason Tatum looks like an MVP candidate, picking up where he left off mm. uh, You know, from the second half of last season. The team defense looks as stingy as ever. Ben, what is your temperature like? Uh, how are you feeling about the Boston Celtics? Um, I mean, it's hard to feel anything but uh, but pretty pretty good vibes over there in Beantown. Um, patient looks stable. Yeah, patient looks very stable. Um, who's their their head coach now? Uh, Joe Mazzula, I believe his name is. Okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I sure. what can you say about Joe Mazzula? Um, yeah, he's doing great. Uh, he's uh, steady hand at the till, and he's living life. He's doing his thing. Um, he's doing his thing. <laughs> and. You know, you can't uh, can't fault the guy for that. Um, no way. Yeah, absolutely not. That's my no, uh, hot take of the week. Um, Great, brand it. All right, moving on. Let's talk quickly about Clippers point guard John Wall. Oh man, why don't you man, tell me how you feel about John Wall, Chris? 
This guy has been through a lot. Yeah. Uh, he tore his Achilles in February of 2019. His mother oh died of cancer eight months later. The Wizards traded him to Houston in December of 2020 for Russell Westbrook. Then the Rockets told John Wall, um, well, they, they let him play sporadically when they first acquired him. And then they were like, actually, we don't want you to be on the team. So just stay away. Mm -hmm. Like, don't even come to practice. And we're going to work on a buyout with your agent. So the guys had a pretty long, complicated three or four years. Uh, but he's made his way back onto the court. He's playing with the Clippers now. He's coming off the bench. And I got to say, he looks pretty spry. Mm. Um, last week, he played Westbrook in the Lakers. And he had 15 points, four rebounds, three assists in 25 minutes. Sunday against uh, Phoenix, he went for 17 points, four assists, 21 minutes. So... I think he still has something in the tank. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Have you seen him play yet? I mean, of course. Of course, seen I've seen every game that he's played. Um, thank you for asking, though. Um, yeah, I mean, what a what a story. It's incredible. It's wonderful. I don't see any reason why you can't root for this guy. Um, right. I think he's carrying the team on his back. You know, he's got a bunch of washed up scrubs around him, but he's uh, he's he's. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be able to lead this team, uh, you know, who knows, perhaps all the way to the promised land. All right, we'll wrap up here, Ben. It's hard not to be excited about Jalen Brunson's fit. Oh, man. This guy has been a seamless fit. It is kind of wild. Thunk it, who'd have thunk it, but competent point guard play yeah. actually matters in the NBA, y it turns out. Yeah, I, I don't. I, it's it's like a jarring thing. It's honestly like disconcerting almost to watch yeah. the New York Knicks with like a, a a point guard, like a really a good point guard. Um, yeah, who is good not just as a player, but specifically at being a, a point guard. Um, really, like the the kind of uh, point, if you will, of of a focus of for an entire offense. You know. Um, quite a quite a critical uh piece of a of an nba roster turns out um really kind of helps to set the tone for the entire team um through playmaking and uh distribution and shot making um uh dribbling without turning the ball over passing without turning the ball over uh, leading fast breaks all these things are really essential parts of uh the game of basketball and uh, without a point guard specifically, it's really hard to, to do those things. So it was. Uh, I mean, you you saw you saw this guy uh, work in person, Chris. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So last night, uh, I had the privilege uh, to go to the garden, the mecca, with uh, our friend Ryan actually. And, oh, really? Uh, Ryan went with you? I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Ryan Ryan brought me to the game with him. Uh, he had an extra ticket. Amazing. And. Uh, Boy, oh boy, uh, did, did, did we have a good time. Was basketball um, back? Basketball, I believe, is back at the Garden. Wow. Uh, the, the place was fired up. That is so good the to thing, hear. The thing about Brunson is, like, he's just, like, he's not physically imposing. Like, if you look at the guy, he's small. Mm -hmm. He's maybe chubby. Mm -hmm. um, like, he's not, he's not, like, physically imposing. You know who he reminds but, me of is Yukon Khaledel Amin. Yes, absolutely. Where it's like, wait, why is he... Why, so how is good working? he's yeah it's like he's just he's just sort of good at 
basketball. Like he's just like really yeah. good at dribbling and passing yeah. and he has a motor. Like that's the thing with Brunson yeah. that I'm seeing is that it's like, instead of being like, Oh, hang on. Like, let's pull it back. Let's be cautious mm-hmm. here. He's like, he's kind of going at breakneck speed at all times, but always under control, which is like such a rare <laughs> thing. He's so controlled. Uh, he's really incredibly crafty. Mm. Like, like his footwork specifically. I was reading this thing where someone was uh, Fred Katz for the Athletic was saying that like nowadays in today's NBA there are a lot of like big men centers who want to play like guards mm-hmm. who are like like love passing and Brunson is actually the opposite which is obviously my dream he's <laughs> a point guard that wants to play like a center mm. so he's this tiny dude but within his tiny little body he just <laughs> understands how to like leverage his weight so mm-hmm. like he will like post up the opposing point guard he loves getting in the lane and like just finding these like little cracks and seams and spinning the ball off the glass mm. like He's just very, very clever. It kind of reminds me, his, his like game in the paint reminds me a little bit of Chris Paul. The way it mm. like this should not make sense. Mm-hmm. Like a, like this little dude should not be able to like flip the ball up and hit these shots over like Mo Bamba last <laughs> night, yeah, or like Wendell Carter. But it's it's really working, and he's he's a like a dead eye shooter from three. I mean, through three games, he's averaging eighteen points seven assists, four rebounds. He's shooting 42% from three. He doesn't turn the ball over. And he's just so, I was saying to Ryan last night, I was like, I mean, it's not even, there's no question. This is the most fundamentally sound player on the team. Um, He's just like very calming. And every time the Knicks have needed just like a shot where it felt like, oh, I think the game's about to slip away right here. Like, I'm pretty sure we're about to blow this lead. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen the Knicks lose this game. Brunson hits the shot. Mm-hmm. Like, last night, the Magic got it within six with a few minutes left, with maybe like six, seven minutes left in the fourth, and Brunson hit a shot and put it back up, to put them back up by eight or nine, and it was like, oh, okay, so the game's out of reach again. And... um yeah, he just has this very steadying, calming influence. And it's like you said, it's very disconcerting because just it's the Knicks. So this doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty uh, It's pretty crazy. Who knew? Who knew uh, what, I, uh, what a difference it could make? Um, right, before, and you also saw Bull Bull in person, if I'm not mistaken. How was the that Bull experience? Bull experience. I mean, just shocking. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it doesn't really makes sense like how this guy i mean i said to ryan i was like we are watching minute bull's son yeah like so crazy um yeah it doesn't make sense how that guy like physically is still like on his feet his knees are just so like his legs are just like rails yeah like it's just crazy but he's so talented man yeah he had that insane like spin euro step around mitch robinson and he had a couple of block shots where it was just like, oh, this this is this is bananas. Yeah. This is totally bananas. Is he starting for them or he's just coming off the bench? No, nah, he came off the bench. Right. But like every time he was in the game, I think he must have played twenty minutes last night. Every time he was That's in not the nothing. Game. He's not like like a like a you know, garbage time. Like they're they're leaning into him, it seems like. You know what it it kind of I realized was like, oh, you know, he basically has Jonathan Isaac's Roll. Oh boy. Like, don't Jonathan, you dare. Don't you dare, Chris. Well, Jonathan will be back any any day now. 
we haven't seen Jonathan play in like two years yeah. or something. Is right? there actually like any he, news on when Jonathan, he's just been what like, Jonathan's like doing? He's just been like on the campaign trail, mm-hmm. like endorsing people. Yeah, like he's got the terms coming up. Got to hit some like, events in Florida. Yeah, he's just very busy right now. Sure, like, that makes endorsing sense. people. I'm sure once the once the midterms are over, he'll he'll, he'll be able to rejoin the team. Yeah, yeah, unless but, uh, he actually yeah. you know gets elected, or yeah, or like a cabinet position with someone. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Yeah, it's just, it, it occurred to me that it was like, oh, this guy is getting minutes because there were opportunities, but the, the Magic are young and they're they're going to be really good. I mean, I, I guess they're 0-3 right now, but Paolo... Yeah, he looks um, like the real deal. Yeah, he's going to be really good. Franz Wagner oh, is going to be really good. Yep. He's going to be a problem. Markel is still injured, but once he comes back... Mm-hmm. Um, Cole Anthony was annoying as hell last night. Mm. Like he, they're that team's gonna have some talent. I think that they have some hope down there. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. On that note, Ben, we will wrap it up. Something we're gonna, I'm gonna try to uh, get us to keep an eye on this year throughout the course of the season is the Wembenyana watch. Mm, of course. This is gonna be a segment on on the pod, Ben, where we keep an eye on teams that are tanking. Mm-hmm. So. We'll call right it Wem- Wem- Wemby Watch. Maybe we can Wemby call it. Watch. Wemby Watch. Yep. Yeah. Wemby Watch. Right now we're we keeping should, uh, our brand that. Yeah. Eye on the Pacers. <clears throat> the Pacers are are one and two. Mm. We're keeping an eye on the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Who the are Sixers, of course. Um, two and one. And the, Lake, and the, the Lakers. Uh, you know, maybe they can. Lakers trade. are very much. Maybe they the can. Mix. Yeah. Yeah, if they can. If they can they maybe can work out a trade. Flip a player to get that twenty twenty three draft pick of theirs back. Yep, if they can somehow figure out other draft picks throughout the decade, mm-hmm. then that would be huge for them. Yep. But yeah, we're going to keep an eye on Wembenyana and all the teams tanking for him because we know these teams are crazy about tanking all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Ben. But um, that's it. This was a lot of fun. NBA season's back. We'll talk to you next week. And uh, stay happy and healthy, my friend. Fantastic. I, I was going to um, sign off with my usual, always fun to do the pod, but I've been thinking I want to switch it up because that is um, a number of words. And um, I really liked the way you ended last week's pod, which was, I forget if it was, it this was fantastic or was it, oh, I, I found it. <laughs> you just said, all right, this has been good. <laughs> Uh, all right well this has been good uh yeah so that's my new sign off i decided this has been good (laughs) it's a lot it's fewer words than always want to do the uh, always want to do the pot i always feel like i'm rushing it out it's just a lot of words it's a a real mouthful um i can never do it the the way uh timmy timmy bontemps did it originally uh sure so now i'm I'm gonna try i'm gonna you know whatever we'll we'll try it on for size we'll play around with it see how it feels for maybe a couple weeks and then uh make it make a final decision soon but i'm gonna give it a shot uh this has been good you can listen to switch